I guess sometimes when your imagination is too big, you have to outdo even yourself. A five-year plan is no longer enough for all these trails I want to hike. All of this after 2,192 miles. What's going to happen after the next 2,650? I can't wait to see. Good walkers of planet Earth. We are beyond thrilled to finally unveil our third season of Trail Correspondence presented by The Trek. If you've been with us for the first couple of seasons, well, welcome back. If you're hearing this for the first time, however, here's a brief introduction. Trail Correspondence is a teleportation machine to the trail in audio format. Every other week or so, a select handful of thru-hikers on the Appalachian Trail, Pacific Crest Trail, and Continental Divide Trail will give us a glimpse into the beautiful world of thru-hiking. Through their eyes and vocal cords, we will learn all about the highs, lows, and nitty-gritty details that go into a half-year cross-country trek. Trail correspondence is the next best thing to being on trail yourself. In previous seasons, our correspondents shared their perspective as northbound hikers, which is the more typical approach. This season, however, our correspondents, much like Salmon, are swimming against the current and hiking southbound. Historically, the southbound, or Sobo for short, experience is much more isolated. However, given the unique circumstances of this year, you remember the whole apocalypse situation, will we see a busier and thus more social Sobo experience? Time will tell. As for me, I will once again be serving as your host. My name is Zach Badger Davis. I am the founder at The Trek, a thru-hiker, author, new dad, an aficionado of cheap beer, and I couldn't be more excited to be introducing our latest class of trail correspondents. Since they are the star of the show, I'm gonna shut the heck up and let them do the talking now. Here it is. Hi, my name is Hazel. I'm 18 and I'm from Southern Vermont. I'm a part-time photographer and avid adventurer, and I hiked the Colorado Trail last summer, and I'm looking for another adventure. So I met Ellie when I was hiking the Colorado Trail, and we are now planning to hike the Appalachian Trail together this summer. Hi, my name is Ellie. I am from northern Minnesota. As of right now, I am a full-time college student, and I am going to be hiking the Appalachian Trail with Hazel southbound as well. As for backpacking experience, um, we hiked the Colorado Trail together last summer, and since then, I've done a little bit of backpacking in the Wind River Range of Wyoming and in the Grand Canyon. So we're both planning to hike just because we want an experience before we go back to school. I will be attending Syracuse University um, starting next year, and Ellie will be heading back to University of North Dakota. Correct. So we're both kind of looking for a little bit of a break from school before we head back in the fall. And this is kind of the perfect adventure for us. I think what we're most excited about going into hiking the longest trail we've ever done is definitely the culture behind it in Colorado. Just because of COVID-19, a lot of people were being very careful and we didn't really get to have the experiences that we're so excited about having on the Appalachian Trail. And as of yesterday, the Appalachian Trail is recognizing its through hikers. So we're pretty excited about that as well. We're super excited. Um, so definitely the hostels, the friends, the trail family. We just we didn't get that much in Colorado, so we're super excited about it. Um, Colorado was also um, a little bit less populated 
than the Appalachian Trail will be. So yes, we did have a trail family, but the hikers that we met were kind of few and far between. So we're more excited about meeting other hikers this year. Definitely. And just having experiences. And like Southbound is such a unique experience too. So many people go northbound on the Appalachian Trail. So we're just psyched to we're seeing everyone start in Georgia and it's just going to be great to do it in reverse and get new experiences. So we're, we're definitely nervous. Yeah, we're definitely nervous to hike southbound just because we've heard from just about everyone that the first 500 miles is the hardest. It's going to be tough. So, <laughs> it's going to be tough. But. but as after that, we are hoping to have our trail legs under us so then we can kind of get through the easier stuff a little faster. That is the goal. And yeah. <laughs> so as of right now, we are just doing a few shakedown hikes in the southern Vermont area, and we are planning to start our southbound hike on June 1st. Two weeks away. We're so excited. <laughs> We're so hyped. Yeah, and it looks like there's quite a few other hikers that are going to be starting southbound on June 1st as well, so we're pretty excited to meet them. Definitely. I think... What do you hope to get out of this experience more than anything? Um, if anything, it's just a cleanse from... I go to school in North Dakota, so I have never hiked on the East Coast before, so this is going to be a new experience for me. Completely a new experience, and I'm kind of diving headfirst into the hardest trail on the East Coast, but... It's okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've never hiked on the East Coast before, so this is kind of new to me. I'm from the Midwest, so the whole East Coast hiking culture is really fun so far. And I've grown up here and I've done section hikes of the AT. I've done a lot in the White Mountains and on the Long Trail. But I've it's been kind of a dream to do this trail for so long. And I feel like I've been avoiding it. <laughs> and it's just it's so exciting to finally be in this position to start. So I'm just I'm super hyped to get that under my belt. Yeah, we're both just counting down the days. We've got about two weeks left until we start. But um, we're hoping to meet some other hikers out there. And if you see us give us a wave totally hey you guys it's lara coming at you from frenchtown new jersey this land is also known as lenape hooking uh which is the native homeland of the lenape peoples and i am specifically in the unami unalachitigo area um and i am Sorry if I mispronounced those. I am 23. I just graduated from Rutgers this past fall, and I got my degree in ecology, evolution, and natural resources. Um, so you might, you might say that I like to be outside. Um, so currently, though, I am working at a horse farm that I actually worked at back in high school. And on the weekends, I work at a tack store which is a place that sells like horse equipment and uh, like riding apparel and all sorts of stuff. Um, but so for backpacking, I've been packing since I was in eighth grade. Um, and that's because I went to an environmentally friendly K through eight school, but I only went there for like middle school. Anyway, each grade there had their own camping trip. And the eighth graders went backpacking for three days, two nights uh, along the Appalachian Trail. Um, and that was probably honestly like the first time I had heard about the Appalachian Trail, experienced the Appalachian Trail. And I think it's also when I met my first through hiker. Uh, so basically, 
I was caught hook, line, and sinker. Like I was, I was the freaking fish, just like dangling back and forth. I knew then and there that this was something that someday I would do, and I I needed to do. Um, since then, I've accumulated some of my own gear. I've taken my parents backpacking. I've introduced some friends to it, uh, and I've had a grand old time. But I've never been on any like seriously long trip. I also have done a small section of the PCT because a few summers ago I was volunteering with the Forest Service out in Oregon um, and I was volunteering in Mount Hood National Forest. So uh, they hooked me up with the wilderness stewards and for about three days we did a spike out on the PCT up by the lodge. and we were clearing downed trees and stuff. And it was it was a great time. Uh, so I could definitely see me doing the PCT if this whole AT thing works out. <laughs> uh, so I have a couple questions that I need to answer. Uh, the first is, why am I hiking? Which is honestly something that a lot of people have asked me. <laughs> um, the frank answer is because I need to. Like I said, I was hooked in eighth grade and I I need to give that little girl inside of me the thing that she's been waiting for which is to go on a motherfucking backpacking trip um (laughs) also I'm at a crossroads in my life and if I don't do this right now I won't do it um I've been always been super career oriented even in eighth grade I knew not only what college I wanted to go to for undergrad, but also where I wanted to go for my graduate degree. Um, I had I had a whole plan. It's gotten derailed a little bit in the last few years, but, you know, I'm still very career driven. Um, So right now it honestly like it hurts that I'm not like just jumping into the career field, but um yeah, no, I, I need to follow some passions first. Um, I'm really excited to see my emotional growth throughout this. When I was in Oregon a few summers ago, I was really able to tap into parts of me that I had kind of forgotten about and neglected. I've suffered from anxiety and pretty bad depression um, not just like, oh, I feel a little sad. I mean, like depression um, on and off for over half of my life at this point. Um, and honestly, like some of the things that I just remembered about, like who I am as a person and like what makes me happy and what's important to me uh, while I was in Oregon. I think if I hadn't done that, I would have been in a bit of a darker place than I currently am in. So I'm hoping that the AT kind of brings the same kind of insight. Currently, I'm in therapy, uh, you know, working through my commitment issues and what have you. Um, I'm also working on getting my diagnosis for ADHD um, because no one would be surprised if I had that. And also, you know, just trying to become more confident in my sexuality I am bisexual and I need to realize that I'm freaking valid. I bought a hat. Hopefully that helps. I don't know. Um, So hopefully the trail helps me with those things. Um, I am nervous about some things, primarily injury. Uh, My body may be 23, but it acts like it's 105. 
Um, I have developed bone spurs on the backs of my heels, uh, apparently because my arches are so high. I don't know. That's just what happened in 2020. Um, <laughs> I also recently had an ovarian cyst that needed to be surgically removed and almost took out an ovary. Good thing I don't like kids that much. It's fine. Um, and like, there's just a, a myriad of other like small health things that like my body better fucking keep it together. I don't know, man. Um, I'm also weirdly nervous about boredom. I don't do well with monotony and I'm really afraid that, you know, just the constant, okay, I wake up, I hike, I go to sleep, I wake up, I hike, I go to sleep will get old for me. I mean, I don't think it will, but I'm, I'm afraid. I also have, you know, commitment issues to just like plans in general. So the fact that like, I am going to be doing this for about seven months. Yeah, that's, that's scary. Um, and finally, and this is, this is kind of a weird one also, I'm afraid of just not being happy. And I don't mean like, oh my God, it's raining. I'm, I'm not happy. I mean, like just, just not happy with where I'm at. Like I've, the, I'm only 23, but I have been in a lot of different places throughout my life. And I've always struggled with just being happy where I'm at. Um, I've always kind of had a grass is greener on the other side kind of mentality, which just isn't helpful. So I'm really hoping that the trail teaches me how to be present and just to be happy with where I am and with what I'm doing. Um, and I, I really hope it teaches me a lot. So I'm rambling at this point and I'm gonna go. All right. Talk to you guys later. Bye. Hello, this is Julie, trail name M8. Currently, I'm at home in Clovis, California, just days from starting our PCT southbound adventure. I say our adventure in that I'm hiking with my oldest daughter, Brittany, and my youngest daughter, Eden Rose. Oh, did I mention that my husband and I have eight kids? That's M8, or mom of eight. Along with Brittany and I and Eden will be a couple other ladies. Our group is unique in that we represent five different decades. We have a teenager, a gal in her 20s, one in her 30s, another in her 40s, and myself hanging on to the 50s. So speaking of unique, I find myself in a less common class, so to speak, of hikers, and that would be older women. It seems to me older women are not largely represented on the trail. As for me, I'll be turning 59 shortly after starting the trail. I think be, being older feeds into some of my pre-hike anxiety. I know people say hike your own hike, but my competitive spirit says, I don't want to be slower than everyone else. I don't want to drag into to camp at night and hide away in my tent because I'm so tired. But in reality, my body will be more slower than many but certainly not the slowest. I hope that in any case, after walking over 2,500 miles, I will have come to grips with who I am and what I'm capable of doing 
and be proud and thankful for a strong body that can accomplish such a feat. But before I get too far ahead of myself at the end of the trail, let me tell you a bit about my backpacking start. Having eight kids, I was really quite busy, and I was not until I was 50 years old that I went out with my husband on our very, my very first backpack trip. It was amazing. We hiked on the John Muir Trail. We hiked into the Muir Trail Ranch and then just past Evolution Valley and then back out. And we did this in a period of five days. We took it slow and we savored every moment. And it was on this trip I first met some PCT through hikers. I had never heard of through hikers before or the Pacific Crest Trail. And I was enamored by the thought of it. That first backpacking trip was so rejuvenating, I knew I'd be doing more backpacking in the future. But what I didn't know was just how much backpacking. Since that trip almost nine years ago, I've hiked short trips in the Sierras, the Wonderland Trail with my husband and five of our kids, the John Muir Trail with five of our kids along with my husband, the Colorado Trail with my 11-year-old daughter. We've hiked in Alaska, Hawaii, the Tetons, parts of the PCT, and a bit of the AT, and several other shorter trips. All of that which led up to this, my longest adventure yet. I'm super excited to be hiking with two of my daughters, as I mentioned, and experiencing walking through God's amazing creation, walking most every day for six months. I'll also be taking on the challenge of hiking healthy. When I first started backpacking, I loved the thought of being able to eat all the yummy junk food without penalty, without gaining weight, maybe even losing weight. (laughs) But I've come to realize that my eating on the trail affects my experience on the trail. It affects my stamina on the trail and my health after the trail. So three years ago, I started the keto diet largely thinking about the benefits for backpacking. It also benefited me in my marathon running. So I have backpacked the Colorado Trail and the Oregon Pacific Crest Trail on keto, and I know that I can do it. But planning and preparing for walking the entire PCT keto has been a preparation challenge for sure. But the payoff is going to be huge. And I know the dinners I've prepared and I'm going to be eating on the trail are going to be amazing. But more on that later. For now, I'm super excited to share my journey with you all. And I thank you for joining me on this long walk and in a way, experiencing our adventure along with us. So signing off for now from home. This is M8. Hi, everyone. My name is Monica. I also go by Moss on the trail. I'm from Massachusetts and I am 26 years old and I'll be hiking the Pacific Crest Trail this year. So a little bit about me. I am a bus driver currently. I work for a transportation company, so I do a lot of different things, um, including training drivers, dispatching, and like working on the buses a little bit. 
I like to call myself a professional side hustler because that's not really um, my main passion. I'm actually an artist and I do like lots of pet sitting and things like that. Um, so I'm actually trying to do a career change more towards my art. Um, and that's kind of also why I'm hiking to use it as like a springboard to kind of change my life a little bit. So I hiked the Appalachian Trail in 2018. And in 2019, I bike packed the Great Divide mountain bike route, which kind of follows along the Continental Divide Trail. And it was all biking with camping involved. And I've just done a lot of overnight camping and hiking in general over the last few years. Additionally, I like to horseback ride. I'm actually a polo player and I am currently living in a van. So that's a little bit about me. I'm hiking the Pacific Crest Trail this year, uh, particularly just to like unwind and like kind of reconfigure my brain almost. I remember um, after I finished the Appalachian Trail, just like almost like breathing a sigh of relief and like realizing that a lot of things in life like aren't as big of a deal as we think they are. And so I'm really looking forward to getting back into that kind of mindset. Additionally, I think that especially in the climate we are in right now, I need a little bit of a restoring of faith in humanity. So I'm just really looking forward to being back in the trail community again. I think some of the nicest people I met were on the Appalachian Trail. And overall, I just really want to like live life to the fullest. So I just, you know, it's something that I want to do. So why not just do it now? Some of the things that I'm really excited about for this through hike is having no timeline and I know I guess you could say that like you do kind of have a little bit of a timeline because you have to obviously you know keep hiking in order to get to the end of the trail but um, I just feel like I've been hustling and bustling and like running around like crazy and so I'm kind of looking forward to that reset and like slowing down a little bit and having a little bit of simpler things. Additionally, I just want to kind of get excited for the gratitude that's going to happen while I'm on the trail. I think my best showers and my best meal experiences were when I was through hiking. Um, so I'm just kind of excited to like feel truly grateful to like, you know, be clean and also just be, you know, complete like mud monster basically on the trail. Um, <laughs> I'm also just so excited to be outside all day, every day. I love being outside this past summer. I would literally, uh, sleep in a hammock in my front yard because I just wanted to be outside so much. So I'm just really excited to like have the excuse to be outside all day, every day. And yeah, even in the rain, I'm ready for it. Some of the things that I'm really nervous about is the snow and the water crossings. I'm not sure how much of it is fear mongering or not. Um, but I think that it seems like the Pacific Crest Trail is just kind of like a step above the Appalachian Trail in difficulty level. And um, so actually when I was on the Appalachian Trail, I had a couple of kind of sketchy water crossings. A lot of them were of my own creation in some ways, and I was just dumb. And I tried to cross a couple of water sources that I probably shouldn't have. Um, but like after those experiences, I would get anxiety and like a pit in the middle of my stomach whenever I would hear running water. So I guess it's a nervous yet excitement to kind of maybe overcome that fear. 
and kind of be smarter about my water crossings and um, kind of put it to the test again. But uh, that is something that I'm really nervous about is uh, the water conditions as well as the snow. Because I feel like you don't really know what you're up against until you get out there. From a mental side, I'm kind of concerned that this trail won't be the same as the Appalachian Trail. I know that obviously every trail is different, but um, I feel like the Appalachian Trail was something that I had thought about for so many years that my, like literally I was gonna crawl down that trail to make it to the end. Like there was nothing stopping me from going and finishing that trail. And so I feel like this is like a little bit different mentally. And um, the prep has been a little bit different as well because of that. And especially since, you know, we were doing it during a pandemic year, I feel like I didn't even really try to think or get excited about the PCT until probably a month ago because I just wasn't sure if I was going to go. And I didn't want to deal with that heartbreak of deciding to not to, to like get emotionally invested in it and then decide not to go. So I've kind of just been not even thinking about it until um, I felt more comfortable making that decision. Regardless, though, I am so stoked for the PCT right now. You can't even imagine how excited I am to be out in the woods again through hiking. And so, yeah, I'm just hoping that I can use this trail to kind of recenter myself back to, you know, cool, chill moss a little bit, as well as uh, using it as a turning point for my life. I'm looking to get out of my I guess, career in buses and um, really start my art business after this. Um, so I'm just really excited to have the trail kind of give me the confidence and um, the clarity to kind of make those decisions for my future. Additionally, I will be painting while I'm on the trail and I'm just really excited to paint for myself. I feel like I don't do that that much anymore. And a lot of my inspiration does come from the mountains and the outdoors. So I'm excited to be immersed in that while I'm creating. So yeah, that's a little bit about me. And I'm so excited for you guys to follow along with me on the trail. Uh, this is Moss signing off. Hello, this is Ibex, pre-PCT thru-hike. So uh, a few tidbits about me. My father is English, so I grew up kind of going back and forth between uh, the Catskill Mountain region in New York and London in England, where my grandparents lived. Um, and as a result of that, I kind of caught the travel bug pretty early on and had tried to sort of prioritize adventure and exploring in my life. Um, I guess a couple of the biggest uh, adventures I've been on are I uh, served in the Peace Corps for just under three years in the island nation of Fiji after college. And I also traveled through northern India and Southeast Asia with my ex-boyfriend. And we landed in New Zealand after that, where we lived and worked for six months. 
Uh, next thing about me is I'm really into mushrooms. <laughs> so in New Zealand, when we were living there, we were on the South Island and it's a super wet climate there. So um, there were just mushrooms everywhere. It's like a mushroom heaven. And that's when I sort of started to try to learn about them and learn how to ID what I was seeing and just get into um, amateur mycology, I guess. And ever since then, it's been sort of this added element to my time spent outdoors and my time spent hiking is always looking out for mushrooms mushrooms, photographing them and um, IDing them and picking wild edibles. Um, so previous backpacking experience, um, I hiked the AT northbound in 2018 and I just completely fell in love with all things trail life and it completely ruined me as far as society goes because I just don't care about this anymore. All I want to do is hike long trails. Um, so ever since I got off trail, I've been plotting and scheming and the PCT just felt like the next logical hike I wanted to do. Um, and my boyfriend who his trail name is boy band. So I will be referring to him as boy band. He, um, he came out and visited a number of times while I was on the AT. And the first time he came out, he was like, I could never do this. You're crazy. And the last time he came out, which was to summit Mount Katahdin, he was like, you know what? I think I want to do this. So we planned together to, uh, hike the PCT northbound in 2020 and then 2020 happened, and obviously we ended up making the gut-wrenching decision to postpone. Um, we had already left our jobs and moved out of our apartment, and so we've kind of been stuck living at my mother's place in the Catskills in New York ever since. Yes, I'm in my 30s and I live with my mother. Don't judge me. I judge myself enough already, please. Um, so we were lucky enough, though, to be there and to have just so many great hiking opportunities right in our backyard. So we did tons of local hiking in the Catskills and we were able to easily get to some actual shorter through hikes like the Trans Adirondack route and the Long Trail in Vermont. So we did those last year and, you know, loved it, loved hiking together and still plotted and schemed for the PCT hopefully this year. Um, when it came time to get permits, we still didn't feel like a northbound start was going to be right. We wanted to have time you know, I normally would definitely go northbound, but we wanted to have time to get vaccinated and for everyone who wanted and needed them to get vaccines. And uh, it just felt better that way. So we um, waited and I had a couple of AT Tramley members who also wanted to do the PCT this year and also thought that southbound was the way to go. So we were able to get permits all on the same date. And we've kind of got a little mini four person Tramley starting out together. Um so that brings me to what I am most nervous about with this hike. Well, since we're starting a little on the early side, because we just couldn't wait to get out there already. Um, and it's been a super high snow year, of course, in the Cascades. We're starting in a lot of snow, and that's definitely for front and foremost, like on my mind right now, is dealing with that. 
Um, and just all the elements out there in general. I mean, hiking on the East Coast, where I've had most of my hiking experience, to me, it just feels like home. It feels comfortable. Like, yeah, you're wet all the time. But other than that, there's not too many extremes. Um, out West, it just seems like everything wants to kill you, you know? So I'm definitely nervous about all the extremes, you know, the snow, the cold, the heat, the fires. Um, I'm also nervous about kind of having to think of the timing. I mean, southbounding has a way shorter window or a bit of a shorter window than northbounding. And you have to kind of get to certain areas by certain times. And I really loved being able to take my time hiking Nobo on the AT and just enjoy it and even slow down at the end to make it last. And we really don't have that luxury on the PCT. So I'm interested to see how that affects me mentally if I'm just, you know, kind of a nervous nervous wreck about getting a certain amount of miles in or or if it ends up being okay. Um, the things I'm most excited about, also the things I'm most nervous about, like all the crazy intense uh, environment out there, the extremes and pushing myself and doing those bigger miles than I'm used to. I mean, all of that's going to be new challenge for me. And I'm really excited to see how I handle it and if I am able to conquer it, you know. Um, I'm also just excited about trail life in general. I love the hiking community. I'm excited for the people I'll meet. I'm so stoked to just throw myself back into it. I feel like after this past year, I just wish that everyone in the world could take a through hike right now you know it's just if i feel so fortunate that i get to go out there this year and just kind of escape everything right now and leave the news behind and leave society behind and just have that freedom again um and finally why am i doing this um kind of the same reasons I just said why I'm so excited. It's just to get out there and to push myself and to be a part of that trail community again. Um, when I was hiking the AT, it was kind of the first time in my life where I felt like I was doing exactly what I was meant to be doing and exactly where I was meant to be every day. And I discovered this part of myself that I didn't even know I had this like just it just brought out the best in me and I loved myself and I just like rediscovered my inner child. And I don't know, it sounds sappy, but oh, I had so much sort of self-love and self-confidence by the end of that trail. And now after the last year, let's just put it this way. I'm not in the best place mentally right now. Um, so I feel like I'm just really looking to rediscover that that part of me that I love again and to take all of that positive energy and those positive vibes and do something with it afterwards, you know, to just hit that reset button and be able to move forward with my life in a positive way afterwards. Um, and that's it for now. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Yo, what's up? This is Francisco Mesa. I am currently living in Queens, New York, right now walking around Flushing Park at 10 o'clock at night, right by the Unisphere. <clears throat> I'm a pretty shy and reserved person, so I'm a bit shocked that I got chosen to be a trail correspondent this season. I work as an audiovisual technician on the commercial side. I've been doing this for 10 years, and it's mainly putting up TVs, putting up speakers, setting up conference rooms, but it's a pretty stressful work environment. We're one of the last trades to go in, so we're, we just have to play the cards that we're dealt with. 
Oftentimes, that means doing weeks worth of work within a night or two, pulling 24-hour shifts, and the next day your boss asking you to do it again. And on top of that, being in New York City, it's just so crowded that everything feels like a competition and feels cutthroat. Something as simple as getting on the subway to go home feels like a competition. I was just growing, I feel like I felt like I was growing more and more cynical and miserable. Where two years ago, I honestly had enough and I decided to do the AT. It was one of the best decisions I've ever made. And this year, I'm going to be attempting the Pacific Crush Trail southbound. Why am I hiking? It just seems to be one of the only things that makes sense to me. When I was out on trail, it honestly felt like I was in my element. I'd never felt like that before. I don't know if you all ever seen the movie Soul from Pixar, but there's, there was a scene where they were talking about being in the zone and it kind of transformed you into another universe. And that's exactly how I felt while I was out on the AT. What am I most excited about? One is seeing the West Coast in a whole new way. And the other, seeing friends that I met on the AT. It's going to be a lot of them out there. The mountains are calling. What am I most nervous about? Is, uh, I, constantly, I constantly keep thinking about what if the first thru-hike was a fluke? What if I don't have what it takes to do it again? And when I told my father that I was going to be doing this, he asked me something that's been rattling around in my mind. The question was, do you really love doing this or do you love to say you did this? And one of the things I hope to get out of this, out of this trail, out of this hike, is the answer to that question. And the other thing is, I honestly just want another great adventure. I don't want to wait to like cross things off my bucket list. I don't want to just exist in this world. I want to live. And that's why I'm hiking the Pacific Crest Trail or attempting to thru-hike it. Well, that's my intro and hope you enjoy it. This is Francisco signing out. Hey there, it's Toodles. Enneagram 7, ENTP, fantasy book junkie, yogi, and gay dude living in Eastern Tennessee. I'm 29 years old as I record this on the beach in St. Augustine. But if everything goes as planned, I'm going to be kicking off my dirty 30s by hiking the 30 miles north from Hearts Pass to tag the Canadian border, just to turn around and hike my ass to Mexico. All that's irrelevant though, honestly, because I identify as a 26 year old, and that's the plan for at least a decade. So we're just gonna stick with that. I'm super, super excited about the PCT and pretty much everything to do with backpacking, but I'm 100% convinced that everyone else in my life is more excited than I am, if only so that I'll finally have something other than the AT to talk about. So why am I hiking? Okay, first of all, knee-jerk response is because hiking is freaking awesome. I mean, I don't know if you've tried it, but there is nothing quite like being borderline feral in the woods with this group of strangers and everybody has these weird D-list superhero names and they're talking about food or poop constantly. Truly, it's a blessing. I love it. 
But as a kid, I used to get in trouble because my family could not keep a broom or a rake or a shower curtain, anything like that. I was constantly unscrewing the top or breaking it to turn into my wizard staff. And I would spend hours and hours just walking in the room, walking around in the woods, just pretending I'm on this huge adventure. And now I legitimately run around in the woods with my friend who I call Wizard. We carry these cool sticks. We're on a real life adventure and I'm wearing the shortest shorts that money can buy. I get to dye my hair these bright ass colors and ruin every towel I touch for like three months. And no one can tell me otherwise. Through hiking is awesome. You sacrifice your comfort. You give yourself to the trail. And if you hike long enough, you get real life superpowers. Tutelations 2319. I look at some of these folks out here, like all of these folks, really. And to be honest, my first thought is usually something is like, wow, the audacity. <laughs> like, like, for real, you're going to walk from Canada to Mexico. Like, girl, don't be so dramatic. But regardless, there are undeniably some superhuman folks out on these trails doing some dramatic ass walking. And being part of that community has really been awesome for me. On a more personal level, though, I have to be honest, I've lived the majority of my life just kind of riding the cusp of chaos. Uh, from my relationships with my family, to my career choices, to my perpetual quest to conquer boredom, I was a self-destructive whirlwind of a person. Uh, jumping from one obsession to the next, just most of my life, I was never quite satisfied. From spinning fire to riding four-wheelers, running, kayaking, I've gone through so many phases in life. And some of them are way less pleasant than the ones I just mentioned. But hiking has always been my favorite. More than a phase, it's been my baseline, my constant. I love to travel. I love to see new places, but that always just look like me drunk in a different city. I changed majors every semester until my scholarship money ran out because I had no idea what I wanted to do. Switched jobs every few months just to shake up the routine. Rarely lived in the same place for longer than a year. I don't know, something just wasn't right. So I grew up on or around Roan Mountain in East Tennessee, and I don't remember not knowing about the AT. And likewise, I've always been entranced by the idea of a through hike. It was like Frodo taking the ring across the country. It just stimulated my imagination in ways I cannot explain. In 2019, I was managing a restaurant and I hated it. I was doing the right things. I was working the hours, saving money, playing the game. I just didn't like it or the unhealthy pattern I was stuck in. Uh, one day, the bosses called me in for a meeting and offered me a promotion, a surprise promotion, you would say, and a pretty significant pay raise. Anybody else probably would have just taken it. They would have been happy for it. But not me. I, I don't know how to say it. It's just like my brain misfired. Like red flags, alert, alert. It's like they threw me into an immediate quarter-life crisis. I don't, I don't know what else to say it. I declined the promotion, said thank you, and put in my two weeks' notice. <laughs> Five weeks later, here I am in Maine, summiting Mount Katahdin in the rain with these jacked-up trekking poles. No idea what I was doing. And I had never felt more alive. Through hiking the AT and the folks I met along the way helped me shift my perspective. I learned how some of my inherent behaviors were harming to others. I learned patience. I learned that it's about the journey, not the destination, especially for Sobos. I can't help but think right now, this nice little old lady in New York, and it's like the hottest of hot days. I'm powering up this climb, just sweating buckets, and she timidly and politely holds out this little Tupperware container, and it's got these homegrown cherries just swimming in ice. 
And she says, oh, honey, you're just working so hard and I know it's tough. I just wish I had more to give you. I think of folks driving hours to be a part of the journey of my family, Melanie Doctor Enoughs and Nana Bars. I think of my friend who flew all the way from Oregon just to hike for three days. Through hiking really changed me. It helped lift this jaded lens I'd accumulated regarding people after almost 16 years of waiting tables and bartending. It restored my faith in humanity in the cheesiest and most genuine way possible, one kind stranger at a time. This time around, I'm excited and nervous for more of the same, except on the other side of the country. I think what I'm most looking forward to is just a good old-fashioned change of scenery. Don't get me wrong, I love my green tunnels and I love my rolling hills down south, but hiking through the desert especially is going to be a totally new experience for me. It's like the same series, but a brand new season. However, this does go hand in hand with the part of this adventure I'm feeling the most nervous about. Between my family, family friends, trail angels like Rob Bird and others, I had help constantly on the AT. And it really was comforting knowing that if necessary, I was never more than a few hours from home. I had a safety net of sorts. That being said, my fam family is amazing and they're a huge part of my life. And there's no doubt in my mind that they will do whatever it takes to back me up if I get in trouble. But still, it's a bit different. I'm gonna be on the other side of the country far, far from home. I, I don't know. I can't help but think that I took this sense of security for granted on the AT, and I'm definitely going to be feeling the distance on the PCT. But even if I miss them, I think my family will be some of the first people to agree that since hiking, I've lived such a much more positive and focused lifestyle. I don't know. It inspired me. It inspired me to dream bigger things. I guess sometimes when your imagination is too big, you have to outdo even yourself. I learned that finding a community or a tribe to be a part of is super important to me. A five-year plan is no longer enough for all these trails I want to hike. All of this after 2,192 miles. What's going to happen after the next 2,650? I can't wait to see. Hi, this is JC Vanetten, or better known on the trail as Kathmandu. Um, my background um, is one that uh, I've worked and basically played outside my whole life. I love being outdoors. Um, with that, my my career, I was a horticulturalist um, and I was a professional grounds manager. I was a greenhouse grower for 35 years, so everything trees, shrubs, plants, flowers. Um, that was what I was all about. A lot of design work, install. Um, that, that was a very rewarding career. Um, I absolutely loved. And uh, when I wasn't doing that, I was in the woods. I was hiking a lot of day hikes and a lot of traveling and uh, anything related to being outdoors. It was I was all about. So I'm definitely an outdoor person. Um, my age, um, I will turn 58 this year on the PCT, somewhere in the Sierra Nevadas. Um, and I hail from Daytona Beach, Florida. That's where I live currently. Previous to that, I'm from the Catskills. That's part of my trail name, Kathmandu. But I'm from the Catskills, where, where I raised my family with my wife. Um, and uh, I did a lot of hiking there, as well as the Adirondacks. Um, my trail experience is, you know, I longed ever since I graduated from college to hike the AT. It was, it's not a new idea for me. I, it was uh, something that um, I thought about when I was 15, and I kept that dream alive. And when I got out 
got out of college. I was just too far moving forward with career and, and everything else. So I kind of put it on the back burner, but I never forgot about it. And one year after my retirement, I hit the AT, um, had time in my life. I hiked that in 2019 when I was 55. Um, and I did that in 123 days and it was just an absolutely profound experience. It was truly amazing. So that was, uh, just something that was, that I can't uh, advocate enough for. I tell people all the time, if you're kind of stuck in a place in life or you don't know what to do, hike the AT, you'll get so much clarity. Um, going through some of my questions, why am I hiking? Um, mostly for the peace and the serenity, the feeling of being in nature, being immersed in nature. I just love to be in the middle of it all and just you know, respond to the sights and sounds and smells. And it's definitely the most peaceful place for me. What am I most excited about? Um, the next view, what's around the next turn, what's the next mountain? Um, you know, I'm just always anticipating what's next and excited about it. And that's the, the joy of being outdoors and going places new. What am I nervous about? Um, uh, I alluded to this in my introduction. I think it's, for me, it's age um, related, but injury, injury is something that I'm always concerned with. Um, You know, I'll talk about my routine of my physical uh, preparation, but, you know, I have, um, I have arthritis in my back. I have a couple of compressed discs. I have seven bone spurs and uh, it takes constant management. Um, but you know, it, I don't let it impede me. I just push forward and move on, but I'm always concerned about injury. So that's my only thing that really causes trepidation. I don't, I'm not concerned about wildlife or weather. Um, that really doesn't, you know, I respect it and, uh, you know, but it's not a concern. It doesn't occupy space in my mind. Um, what do I set up? What do I hope to set out for in the hike? Um, Really, just like the AT, I just, uh, you know, uh, keep wanting a better version of myself. Um, you know, we just, we all can stand improvement and uh, it's never good to be stagnant or stale. And it's always good to try new things and new experiences and learn. Um, and I think that's what keeps us relevant and keeps us happy, at least for me. Um, the other thing I want to get out of the hike is um, the same, kind of the same thing I did for the AT. Um, my wife and I are volunteers for a nonprofit a service dog organization called Old Glory Service Dogs, and we provide free of charge um, service dogs and training for military vets, first responders, paramedics, firemen, uh, law enforcement, um, and healthcare professionals. We provide dogs that are mostly from uh, shelters. Uh, we do all the training. It's very comprehensive training. can take upwards of two years. We're affiliated with the AKC, and all of our trainers are fully certified. Uh, we work with both the dogs and the handlers, and we create teams where they can become uh, unbelievable tools to help their handlers. Um, and our dogs can be, you know, they go through the whole program and graduate. They're, they're certified service dogs. They provide a service. Um, if there's shortcomings with either the dog or the handler, which sometimes happens, they can become companion dogs or assistant dogs. But in any event, they'll be There'll be canines that can definitely enrich and help um, their handlers. And to see it um, happen um, is just amazing and is very rewarding. And the other part of that is the fellowship. You get to meet some really amazing people um, and and help help enrich their lives, help them um, 
you know, be able to function. Um, and second to that is, you know, when I'm on the trail, um, vicariously, they, they experience the trail I'm on through me, through my pictures and through my blogging and through my videos. They really get to see, you know, the plants and the animals and the peaks, the mountains, the views, the sunrises and sunsets. And it's so gratifying to, to share that experience. Um, it's also very motivational for me. Um, if there's some days where you're just kind of lugging along and, you know, you you're like, well, you know, uh, this is gonna, this is really gonna make somebody's day. So don't take it for granted. Make the most most of it. Take the best pictures and share your experience. And the encouragement you get is just amazing. So it's just a two way street. Very rewarding. Um, there'll be more about my nonprofit organization. Um, I'll post. And again, you can always follow me on Instagram. That's Katmandu2019. I'll see you on the trail. What's up, Trek listeners? My name is Cal, trail name Starburst. My pronouns are they, them, and I will be hiking the Continental Divide Trail this year southbound with my partner, Sean. Hey, my name is Sean, trail name Marathon. I am also through hiking the CDT with Cal. So Cal, can you tell us a bit about yourself? Yeah, I am a 24-year-old teacher, coach, distance runner, and dog dad to my husky puppy named Cooper. Um, growing up in LA with a single parent who worked full time, the outdoors were not really accessible to me. I didn't grow up hiking, backpacking, camping, but I did fall in love with running. I ran in high school and college, but I didn't discover the freedom I felt running anywhere else until I through hiked the AT in 2018, which I started two days after graduating from Swarthmore College with a degree in sociology, anthropology, and education. I know there are a lot of reasons, but Cal, why are you hiking? So the reason I started backpacking, which began with the AT, was for the physical challenge. But I very quickly discovered that the challenge was all mental and emotional. I was terrified and cried literally every day. But in doing so, I also felt like I released and processed a lot of feelings and reconnected to my inner child, which healed me and ultimately saved my life. If there's one thing the pandemic has taught us, it's that life is fragile and ephemeral. I realized that if I died tomorrow, not having fulfilled my dreams outdoors, I would not feel that my life had been fully lived. I mean, you wouldn't feel anything because you'd be dead. Well, regardless, I decided that there's no time like the present. And while that doesn't mean being impulsive, it became untenable for me to continue living a life that felt incomplete. I am my best self when I'm outside, but it's imperative that my hikes are not just about me. The outdoors are scary and inaccessible to a lot of people for various reasons. And as a queer trans non-binary person, I want to use my hiking to create a world where everyone feels welcome and included, which is why I'm stoked to build community and connection with all of you listening to the Trek podcast. What are you most excited about? I'm most excited to meet people and listen to their stories. But I'm also kind of excited to see no people on the CDT. The AT was super overwhelming, and I kind of just want to be alone. I mean, I'll be there too. Well, yeah, but 
Uh, that doesn't count. I mean, well, not like that, but you know what I mean. Whatever. <laughs> so what are you most nervous about? Mm, well, Sobo CDT is pretty remote, so I am definitely a little nervous about being lonely. I mean, again, I will still be there. Okay, yeah, but fine. What do you hope to get out of this experience? Man, so many things. I feel like number one is probably quality alone time. Okay, should I just leave? No, no, you can, you can come. You should stay. Being on trail for me is a time to heal and be intentional and reconcile hard questions like who am I and who do I want to be? Off trail, I'm a teacher, but on trail, I'm a student. We say the trail provides, and while that can be meeting our physical needs, like providing water or the perfect size pot lid that one time I forgot mine at home. Wait, what's that story? Oh, I happened upon a pot plant, so I took a lid. Dude, nature is wild. Should you be talking about pot on this podcast? Oh my god, it was a joke. Anyway... The trail also meets our deeper spiritual needs if we have the courage to listen and learn. I ask myself constantly, how can I imagine a better world that honors and gives back indigenous land, a world that confronts the intersectional issues that exclude so many people from spaces like the outdoors, and imagine a world built on connection and abundant community? The answers to these questions come from our connection to the earth and to each other, which is why I am so excited about this journey and growing with all of you listening. Hello, Backpacker Radio. This is Henry De La Vega. I'm 33 years old, coming to you from Brooklyn, New York. Uh, here, I work as a horticulturalist and an outdoors guide. My current full-time job is as a gardener of Brooklyn Bridge Park, which is an 85-acre park on the waterfront of the East River. And on the weekends, I uh, take people out on hiking, backpacking, fishing, canoeing trips in the Hudson Valley, Catskills, and Adirondacks, uh, bringing nature to the people on the weekdays and people to nature on the weekends. I first got my taste for the outdoors as a child in Florida in the Boy Scouts. I loved hiking, I loved camping, and I hated backpacking. Uh, my first backpacking trip, I was carrying a overloaded jam sport wearing cotton clothing and had a large synthetic sleeping bag bungee cord and hanging from the bottom uh right where you want it smacking you in the back of the legs uh i don't think looking back i could even call that one type two fun where my love for the outdoors and nature really sparked was moving back up to new york where i was born uh i got my feet wet doing a lot of day hikes in the hudson valley uh, up in Cold Spring and Beacon, New York, and got my first taste of backpacking up in uh, Harriman State Park. I had gone to all the EMS clearance sales, rest in peace, EMS is no longer in New York City, uh, along with my roommate, and together we both accumulated all the stuff we'd need to start doing overnights. Uh, after a couple test runs, we decided we'd go ahead and tried doing the entire section of uh, the Appalachian Trail through New York, which, if I remember, is about 91 miles and took us somewhere around six days. 
Uh, I'd actually just got out of a job before leaving on that trip, and I really wanted to just keep going, uh, keep on hiking south until I ran out of money. Um, but I had just started dating a wonderful young lady and uh, did want to get back to her. So after that trip, we went out for lunch, and I said, hey, Lauren, I think I'm going to try to through hike the Appalachian Trail. And uh, her response was, all right, I'm in. We saved up for about a year and a half, and in 2016, we hopped on the Appalachian Trail and went southbound. Uh, we had an awesome hike. We were able to do every mile. Uh, we only got rained on five times on the Appalachian Trail. Uh, we were lucky, and that was, it was just a pretty dry year. Most of the rain came at night. Um, we got off the AT and uh, realized we had the bug, so uh, we decided we'd go ahead and try to save up money and hit the PCT the next year. We both got two jobs working 16 or more hours a day, uh, got enough money, and decided to go northbound on the PCT. Uh, the PCT, awesome experience. But it definitely humbled us. 2017, the year of ice and fire, uh, was not a smooth trip. We learned that there's a lot more that goes into thru-hiking than conquering ups and downs. After returning from the PCT, uh, we decided that we wanted to keep hiking and backpacking a big part of our lives and got licensed by the New York Department of Environmental Conservation to be outdoors guides. Um, so we've now been spending the last few years taking other people out. And that brings us to where we are now. Lauren is just finishing her master's degree in art therapy. Uh, she graduates in May. Congratulations, Woodchuck. And we are planning on hopping on the Continental Divide Trail going southbound starting June 21st. Uh, the plan is to uh, hopefully have a pretty smooth hike or smooth as the CDT can be. And uh, then maybe next summer, going back to the Pacific Crest Trail and uh, hiking Etna up to Bridge of the Gods, finishing at trail days to complete our Triple Crown. So why am I hiking? Because there's absolutely nothing in this world that compares to a through hike. I'm becoming fully immersed in nature for a half year, only having to worry about you know the food you're carrying on your back, where you're going to find water, where you're going to sleep, waking up to birdsong, falling asleep under the stars. It sounds pretty romantic, and that's because it is. Um, probably what we're most excited for is uh, definitely the scenery, something I think we did a good job at on the Appalachian Trail and the Pacific Crest Trail was planning, but not over planning. We read all the books. We uh, read the guides. But we didn't spend too much time watching videos and spoiling uh, the views we were going to see. A lot of people ask, like, why would you go southbound? You're getting some of the most beautiful scenery out of the way first. And uh, we learned that's not true. Uh, the Rowan Highlands, that was an absolute surprise for us, and that was probably one of my favorite moments on that trail. What we're most nervous about? Uh, for me, probably forest fires. Uh, when we did the Pacific Crest Trail, things were pretty smooth for the uh, for the first half. We were able to average uh, usually close to 30-mile days throughout the entire desert section. We ended up deciding to go straight through the Sierra, 
uh, learn to use our ice axes, wore micro spikes over our chacos, uh, and while our mileage decreased a lot, uh, we learned we were able to do that. However, we also learned there's nothing you could do about forest fires. And while we do know a lot of people who kept a continuous footpath and did a lot of road walking, uh, like I said uh, just a moment ago, the, the reason we were out there was for immersion in nature and uh, hyper logistics and planning just wasn't wasn't what we were trying to do. Um, so we've got our fingers crossed that uh, hopefully we, we don't run into too many fires out on this trip. Uh, what do we look to get out of the experience? Um, obviously, the Triple Crown, that's a pretty good one. But I think we're going to go into this one with an open mind and see what it is that the CDT wants to give us. Um, that's all I've got for you for now. Again, this is Henry, a.k.a. Rooster, uh, signing off until next time. Hey, everyone, this is Jeff Podmeyer checking in from the Appalachian Trail currently. I'm 31 years old, and uh, like I said, I am located on the Appalachian Trail right now. Part of my year of hiking is to hike the Appalachian Trail northbound and the Continental Divide Trail southbound for a total of around 5,000 miles or so. Uh, my trail name is Link. Um, like a chain link, or more accurately, like the character in the video game Zelda that runs around with a sword and a shield and slashes at things and goes on quests. And um, I just truly think that through hiking is one one long quest. You don't know who you're going to meet or what you're going to do. And people decided to name me Link while I was out there on the Appalachian Trail. Before I was hiking the Appalachian Trail and planning on the Continental Divide Trail, I was working for a nonprofit organization called Outward Bound in the state of California. And I've been doing that for maybe seven or eight years, taking 15-year-olds to 22-year-olds to adults on these backpacking and rock climbing courses in the Sierra Nevada mountain range and in Joshua Tree in Southern California, and really kind of built my life around taking people outside and the whole idea of Outward Bound is to use the outdoors as a tool to help them learn more about who they are and who they want to be in their life. And as far as this journey that I'm on, the Appalachian Trail northbound to the Continental Divide Trail southbound, I'm hiking it with my partner. And we are doing this as a way to kind of um, signify a growth point in our relationship. We recently got engaged and this is a big step for us to, you know, spend a lot of time together, learn a lot about each other and also feel challenged together along the way, pushing our boundaries and learning about ourselves together. And uh, we're just generally really excited to see these parts of the country. I'd never really spent that much time on the East Coast, Georgia, Virginia, all those states before I started hiking the Appalachian Trail at the end of February. And it's just really a, a special thing to experience a place through the people and the smells and the animals and watching the seasons change. And, you know, I'm most excited about just 
weirdly enough, getting close to the end of the Appalachian Trail now, I have about five or 600 miles left. And I'm excited to to get up into the White Mountains in New Hampshire and Maine and really see what that is. But then more down the line, the Continental Divide Trail, I feel very excited for the the ruggedness of that trail, things that I've heard about it, the navigation being a little bit more involved and just the sheer dramatic dramaticness of that landscape. And, you know, I feel really nervous about just if I can physically do it. We are making good time right now down that, I mean, up the Appalachian Trail and we've made a schedule for a start date on the Continental Divide Trail. And I just wonder if those will hold. And so I'm nervous, you know, will my body make it? What will we be able to stay on schedule? What will the conditions be like? Just kind of the unknowns are what make me nervous and wondering if we can, we can, I can mentally just stay in it, stay in the experience and, and, you know, hopefully I can mentally be there and physically be there and emotionally be there for each other and for myself and for the people on the trail. And, but yeah, in, in general, I really hope to get out of this experience, just a, a feel for these parts of the country, the landscape that it is, and just take in kind of the the joy that the the world can bring and a a sense of maybe self-reliance and an ability to really push through a challenging moment. And I really hope that, you know, I can do some processing of what I would want to do next in my life. What, what is after these, this big year, this big goal that me and my partner have decided to embark on, and I just really, I really hope to meet some some cool people. We've met some amazing folks on the Appalachian Trail so far, and I know the Continental Divide Trail will be walking southbound, and we'll probably meet some hikers there. But we'll definitely hit the the northbounders at some point, and I'm excited to meet those folks along the way. But in general, that's me. I'm I'm Jeff. My trail name is Link, and I am attempting the Appalachian Trail northbound and the Continental Divide Trail southbound this year. I was a backpacking instructor before this, and now I'm just trying to do it for fun and have a little bit of uh, experience, a little bit of the outward bound medicine of like growth through challenge and growth through discovery. And I'm just out here by myself and with my partner, just growing through challenge and discovery. So thanks. that's it for today's show. You can keep up with our correspondence, be alerted when new episodes drop, and get some fun behind-the-scenes content by following us on social media. That's Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, as if you didn't know. All of the links will be included in the show notes, and we highly encourage you to subscribe to this podcast to ensure you don't miss future shows. Okay, that's it. Until next time, thanks so much for listening, and happy hiking. Happy hiking.